everybody. Merry Christmas and welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are here to recap the second weekend of Hallmark Christmas, Countdown to Christmas, Miracles of Christmas movies for 2022. Uh, it, it's amazing. We we got through to Halloween <laughs> Christmas movies and uh, so we, we decided we were going to call it Christmas-o-ween. <laughs> so Halloween. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Caroline is here. Hey. And Colleen is here. Hello. I hope you're all doing well and you had a nice uh Halloween weekend. It was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did I did too. I had a, a nice relaxing weekend. Uh in, in between watching a million Christmas movies. Right. <laughs> so they've had now eight movies come out, Hallmark, for this season. How do you think they've started? What do you think, Caroline? How do you think? Overall, I, I've enjoyed them all, like some more than others, but um, mm-hmm. it's been a solid, solid season so far. But Christmas is always like the first couple of weeks of Christmas are like always so excited. So mm-hmm. it kind of like affects my judgment on some, you know, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, they're so good. But um, I, I've enjoyed them all and I, I plan to watch them over. You know? so they're, what do they're you think, Colleen? How, do you think it's been a good start? Yeah actually there hasn't been any clunkers in my opinion yet mm-hmm. so i guess that's good <laughs> um yeah, yeah some are, like that caroline some are better than uh, some are better than others but overall it's been pretty good yeah yeah i agree there's one that we'll talk about today that is my least favorite of the of the 11 including the the uh the christmas in july movies it's my least favorite so far but not awful not like that one uh merry merry christmas match or whatever the oh one. yeah that one was one of the worst <laughs> ever <laughs> <That year. laughs> with the weird peasant dress and i don't know it was just a strange movie uh <laughs> and that strange party where they were all there yeah was like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird uh all right well we're gonna talk about these it's gonna be fun and and uh, we have our crown scores for these movies one to five and uh and yeah let's get started so first up we have on friday on the 28th we had a cozy christmas inn and this is a like quiet sequel to one of the most favorite Hallmark Christmas movies, Christmas Under Wraps. And mm-hmm. I guess maybe we should start out there that, uh, Caroline, what what is your feeling about Christmas Under Wraps? Is it one of your faves? I love Christmas Under Wraps. Um, they, it, that is it's one of my favorites, but I like the, um, I forget the other um, CCB movie um, with Jesse Hutch. Let it snow. Uh, yeah, let it snow. I that's my all time. That, that's one of my favorites so it's under that but it's still like if it's on I'm like oh yes I'll watch it mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. what do you think Colleen about Christmas um, Caroline I'll reverse the two but they're like right neck and neck like mm-hmm. Christmas under wraps is my favorite CCB and then let it snow is right under it and then yeah. everything else is like way down from there for her. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you about let it snow that is my favorite I mean my favorite CCB I love Christmas town uh, maybe mm-hmm. more than most. I I just think that movie is so sweet and and homey and cozy <laughs> for a cozy Christmas in movie. I I really love that movie. 
but I do love let it snow. It's so fun. Like all the different Christmas traditions that get brought in, like you kind of you wait and see, okay, what's the next one's going to be like a Polish mm-hmm. tradition or a German or whatever. And, uh, and so that's, I think the funnest part about it, but with Christmas under wraps, I enjoy it. We did it for on friendship, uh, last year mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, 2021. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a fun, sweet movie. It's your, it's one of the better, I think, girl from the city goes to mm-hmm. the country. For sure. And, and the um, supporting cast, I just, I love them all. So mm-hmm. it was, uh, it's one of my favorite supporting cast. Yeah. Um, and it's nice because it does bring a little bit of Santa and Christmas magic. And I'm not going to lie when they bring it into this movie, it, it worked for me big time. I mm-hmm. we've seen Santa and the sleigh over the moon and everything. We'll talk more yeah. about it, but I, I got a little misty. <laughs> so sweet. It, and I miss it. It was sweet. I it enjoyed was, it. it was sweet. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's read the description here. So it's a cozy Christmas Inn, and this is on the 28th. It's Jody Sweeten, David O'Donnell, Vivica A. Fox. And, and then it was, uh, I had the wrong director on here because Peter Sullivan is the director of this one. And it's, uh, and we got to interview him and that was really fun. It's real estate executive Erica travels to Alaska during Christmas time to acquire a bed and breakfast only to discover that it is owned by her ex. While there, she finds herself falling in love with the town and quite possibly him. (laughs) Very, very cute. Uh, (laughs) So I don't know if they ever really adequately explained why Vivica Fox, her uh, her girl boss uh was interested in this inn Mm-mm. it seemed to be a failing business so i'm not yeah. really sure why uh why she would want to invest in this money pit um i also since this thing was filmed in utah i i don't know where this this uh telescope thing is i gotta find it <laughs> yeah you should <laughs> I gotta find it. it was really cool yeah, it was really cool <laughs> uh, and I have to say, I was surprised that they waited in the movie as long as they did to explain Lauren's disappearance. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was honestly shocked that they had her leave him. That mm-hmm. I thought for sure they were going to make her have died of something or whatever. And then we'd see this uh, this like memorial wall or something like that at the clinic or something like that. And that would be kind of their little way of, of the, the fact that they had her leave him seemed yeah. very not hallmark to me. I was really surprised. I was too. And, and how soon she left, like after like Christmas under wraps, like the story ended, like they said, like she left not soon after, but it wasn't like years later yeah. that she left. Like, I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that coin? I I was satisfied with the description, like, that they yeah. addressed it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think it was very soon for her to leave. But I almost think maybe it was like, a, since Candace is no longer on Hallmark, like, mm-hmm. here, we're going to write her out and make her kind of like a villain. Yeah. Like, that's my own little weird way of thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I kind of felt that too. And I mean, it's surprising because I guess this was shot in December in Utah. So it was way before her announcement. Oh, then yeah, then I don't know. Oh. So already, maybe the, the writing was on the wall. It must have been. I mean, obviously, it must have been to the extent that she re- she turned down the project because originally mm-hmm. it was Christmas Under Wraps too. And then it, it, you can hear this all if you listen to the Peter Sullivan interview, but it was originally Christmas Under Wraps too. It has the same writer as Christmas Under Wraps. It has basically the whole same cast. She's the only difference. And so mm-hmm. they turned it down. And my guess, is, I would assume that they knew that she was getting this, she was, you know, jumping ship mm-hmm. uh, earlier than the rest, you know, the rest of us found out, I think in what, what like April Mm-hmm. It wasn't it they, right after the Aurora Tea Garden movie. Yeah, it was like right yeah. like the week after, I think. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like she shot, she shot the Aurora Tea Garden like in November, I think. So that makes sense that after December, like when they filmed this movie, that she already made a decision. Like, okay, I'm yeah. leaving after after this. Yeah. So I think it really could have been kind of a dig, at the very least, a dig of the fact that she didn't agree to do the movie. Yeah. And then, then mm-hmm. but it felt like Hallmark, like mm-hmm. a her. little subtle way of saying, see ya. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in a nice way, like the nicest way you could make that happen. Because people don't leave each other in Hallmark. Like, yeah. Right? I mean, hardly ever. Everybody mm-hmm. on Twitter is like, she died. Like, yeah, Lauren I thought died. for sure like, she, yeah. I thought for sure it would be like some kind of thing and there would be like a memorial plaque or something like that that they'd walk past and be like, oh, that was Lauren. We loved her. You know what I mean? Something like that. Mm -hmm. I thought they would get, they would have them married and like, then she like, she died or like, she like car accident or or something like that. But I thought they would be married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. For sure. (laughs) But but not Stan living there. She still wanted that fellowship. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Well, and her dad in the original gave her a lot of grief about that. Mm -hmm. So maybe she just finally gave in to her dad's expectations. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But but it it did, it definitely added a layer. Like if this exact same movie had been made, it would just, without this like Christmas and a Wrap sequel element, Mm-hmm. It would be just kind of a little bit more of a bland movie, but it did add sort of a level. Of, it added sort of a layer of fun and intrigue to the Hallmark fans. Mm-hmm. So you to see things back, see things uh, still the same, and also to see how they would handle this whole thing. It made it more fun. And casting Jody of all people just crazy. yes, yes. It's I was like, oh my gosh! It's almost like it's it's. Again, I don't. I don't even call it a dig because I do think Jody and Candace are friends for real. Yeah, but like there's just something about it. Maybe it's just like I said, my twisted mind. I don't know. No, it definitely felt a, whether it was or not. It whether it was intended to be or not, it felt a little bit like Hallmark trolling. Yeah, yeah, I felt so too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we so Vivica Fox. She says she wants this in. And there was also, this is just like a tiny detail that probably nobody else has noticed. At the beginning of the movie, 
she's like decorating this Christmas tree and I don't know why the boss would somehow have a problem with this or whatever, but she seemed to be very concerned about like hiding the fact she was decorating it. And she puts the ornament on the chair. And I was expecting there to be like a joke that she accidentally sat on the ornament and that was going to be funny, but then like nothing really happened with it. And I thought I was like, why is what? Like the, the, the boss obviously knows that she's decorating this tree. The tree is there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, it doesn't matter, but I just thought that was funny. I was like, it was such a, like a perfect setup for a joke to ever sit on this mm-hmm. ornament, and, <laughs> but they didn't do it I anyway. <laughs> upset at all about the holiday spirit or whatever, you know, yeah. decorating. You know, I just had this thought right now, going back to Candace really quick. Do you remember uh-huh. that movie Candace did eons ago where her father had the Christmas land, not Christmas land, but it was some Christmas town or Christmas something, something. Oh, it was Tom Arnold. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's that called? And she was kind of a mean girl who like came in and her assistant had all this Christmas stuff on her desk and she like screamed about it. She's mistletoe so something. I feel like. Yeah. Mistle- yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the moonlight over mistletoe. Moonlight. No. Oh yeah. Moonlight. Mistletoe. Yes. Moonlight that's what it's called. I liked it, but I'm like, I was just thinking of that. Like she was kind of a, you know, kind of rough with the, with her assistant about like her Christmas decor. That's true. In that movie. That's true. That's <laughs> a good point. Uh, well, so she's off to Garland and she's nervous about it because she knows that her ex lives in Garland. So that we're supposed to, so we're supposed to buy that, that, uh, all of a sudden his name has just left me. What's his name? Yeah. Andy. So we're supposed to buy that Andy had gone to Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. For school mm-hmm. or something to live there. He'd gone to live there. there. Yeah. And that's, and this is after Lauren, right? That was before Lauren. Oh, before Lauren. Because that was from the first movie. He oh, talked yeah, I remember about that now. Oh, did he? Right? Okay. His father okay. got upset with him because he left town. Ah, okay. I and did not watch back. the first one before this, which I wish I'd have had time. But anyway, so Andy goes to Seattle. He meets Erica there. And then, and he evidently set the bar very high for boyfriends. That's never been able to be topped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they did He's have pretty- the, oh, sorry, go ahead. He is pretty cool. I like Andy. I like the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's there's not very many people at the inn and we have brian doyle murray he's basically zooming in for every scene in this movie so obviously he was at a different location (laughs) than the rest (laughs) of the shoot but nevertheless uh there's that and his cousin joy is like the head elf yes Uh, i was so happy to see kim shaw like that that was like the best. Like I, I loved her in that role. That was cute. That was. I was. I, she looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Kim Shaw. Um. What else was she in? Um. The like Christmas. She, oh, she was hunt. in the Christmas Scavenger Hunt. Oh, mm-hmm. that one was a fun one. Uh, mm-hmm. that one I I remember mostly for how much I liked the wrong guy in that movie. Yeah nobody else remembered at all but i thought the fact they didn't pick him up from the airport and he was like you were supposed to pick me up from the airport. 
was like, this is wrong. And I loved, I had that wrong guy, John Welch. I had him on the, for an interview, one of my all-time favorites he is Aww. such a funny interview. If you want, we did a whole, um, uh, a whole, a Christmas scavenger hunt to a brainstorming session. It was yeah. really fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yes, so she's there and that was really fun to have, uh, the whole cast basically back was, was, was great. Everybody in Garland, you got Hattie at the diner and I love uh, yeah, that was really fun. Oh. Of course they still don't make, uh, they just have black coffee. Yeah. <laughs> She had the fat-free milk, though, or what kind That's of, true. what's the milk? Yeah. Yeah, and they figured out how to, they figured out the blue and, and a pink sugar. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have the little romance uh, between Hattie and Martin, mm-hmm. the cab driver. Uh, did you think that was cute, Colleen? Yeah, it was. He yeah. was funny. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cute, too. And, uh, and so basically this movie, we have, uh, him trying to save the inn. She's, you know, trying to, uh, decide what, whether she should, what kind of recommendation she give to her boss. And I kind of liked the fact that they didn't make it a whole, like you betrayed me, you know, kind of a thing as much as they could have at least, uh, with mm-hmm. her, like, I felt like he basically understood that she was just doing her job and wasn't too puffy about it which i appreciated mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, true he w- handed in a mature fashion mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and he says that he built the observatory for her uh so that was very swoon worthy i think mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah for sure and uh, then we get a pretty early kiss they're very cozy uh mm-hmm. looking in this uh observatory that was fun i was surprised that we we got an early kiss i'm like okay it's not gonna happen and then it did happen i'm like oh mm-hmm. yeah there was like Hallmark. a near kiss and then yeah they went for it which i love mm-hmm. hallmark's giving us early kisses this year and we no. aren't complaining yeah yeah <laughs> oh not at all <laughs> Yes. Uh, and so she gets all this idea. We're going to invest in SEO. We're going to invest in advertising. But the thing I guess I didn't really understand about this is that when she says, like, we're going to invest early, but I'm like, isn't it Christmas time now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, how could this advertising be so effective that it gets more people there this season? <laughs> Probably not likely. You know, but uh, yep. but it's the magical hallmark, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, throughout the whole movie, even though this was filmed in December, I was like, this is way too. They're they are not bundled enough for Alaska in the in the winter. I mean, all of her all of her coats, although she did have quite a few coats, but all of her coats were all too light too open you know they were like open and i was just like ah you're gonna be freezing <laughs> and even his coat seemed a little light to me <laughs> light jacket more than like yeah I, if you're in alaska in the winter where there's only like six hours of daylight you need like a puffy thick coat <laughs> Very yes true. i agree 
I'm no expert on Alaska, but I'm pretty sure on that one. <laughs> what the big down coat Chris Palaha had in that other movie? Yes. Where, like that blue one, like that would be perfect. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And you need like earmuffs and, you know, mul- multiple scarves. She finally did get a scarf in here, but mm-hmm. I really liked the whole little section where they're talking about the gift of the magi mm-hmm. i thought that good it was good because she sees it as this being this really sad story and i forget who it was that she's whether it was hattie or somebody else but she's talking about it that that it's a selfless story this is the gift of the magi is love over selfishness you missed the whole message of the story yeah i like that yeah that was good i thought that was Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. It's weird that, so she leaves, but she leaves to stay with his mom. (laughs) That was kind of weird. Was she right isn't that right have, have they actually met before before this trip uh-huh. i i don't think so but yeah. i don't i just oh so you think that she didn't know that was his mom that she was gonna be staying with no i think she knew her but i just don't think she like knew had met her before she had been to a come to last because I, I would think like oh i'd stay with hattie or just somebody else i would not stay with if i was trying to avoid my ex-boyfriend, I wouldn't stay at his mom's house. Exactly. <laughs> but you don't, um, but you, like, you barely know. Yeah, yeah probably not. <laughs> um, so there's the whole thing with Andy and his dad and him not wanting to take over the family business. And who knew that the, uh, what do you say, the bequeathment of the Santa, Santa industry <laughs> would, uh, would be so dramatic. But uh, uh, but he he doesn't want to to take over. He doesn't want to be Santa. I mean, who wouldn't want to be Santa? I don't <laughs> understand. No, I have no idea. <laughs> all all the cookies. Yeah, especially if you can just eat cookies all year long. Which it seems like he's not doing a very good job of following Lauren's advice. No, <laughs> <laughs> I That's thought of sure. that. When he- eating in that first like in the early in the movie and i'm like uh-oh yeah follow doctor's orders so then she tells 
Andy that she gave the commission to a colleague and uh, then and then he's talking to his dad and says that he will pay him back for the investment in the inn and he says I know how much this means to you and I don't want you to worry about me and so uh, I would think that Santa in a world where there's Santa Claus, which they don't get any money for the for the toys left. Mm-hmm. They're just left there, right? So there has to be some kind of magic money <laughs> for <laughs> that's that supports Santa Claus, right? True. Yeah. Or some yep. kind of I mean, unless it's some kind of secret government grant, but that would be like very expensive. So I think that there's like a, (laughs) (laughs) I think there's like a cave and you know, like in the Bible, there's that, uh, like there's that, uh, um, meal that, that whenever the widow needs it, she can keep drawing from it and drawing from it and drawing from it and all the things. Mm -hmm. I think it's something kind of like that. It's like that, but like every the Santa goes and gets like gold from someplace and it just keeps re- I like that. Yeah. <laughs> re- reappearing. Yeah. Re- some kind of magic. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. So evidently some of that magic is now going to be used to support the in, <laughs> which I'm, I'm, I'm fine with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In a world of Santa. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I did think that the present opening opening party was kind of, was pretty fun, but the music was way was way over the top. It was just yeah. like yes. songs. And uh and so he then Paul Andy uh apologizes to uh to Erica uh for not giving her choice for just leaving which I I appreciate that because I hate that trope of the guys being like I knew you would pick me over your career so I made the choice for you <laughs> yeah that's the worst yes for sure <laughs> and he names a star after her I so guess we should sweet. yeah what do you think Colleen do you think sweet or or do you like that? oh I love that stuff yeah <laughs> I love it that's really I think it's cool yeah well and I mean it it is cheesy there's no doubt but it's a Hallmark movie of course it's cheesy uh but especially because their thing was the stars yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it was very appropriate for the context yeah and you know I'm never that big a fan of the whole like we live different places so we can't fall in love but here I kind of liked that she just said it's never going to be the right time unless we make time. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, that's the thing. Like if you're in love, you just mm-hmm. move, you just move. There's not a question of like, <laughs> no, I won't move because, because where I live is more important than literally the person I love. No, no human right. being would, would do that. Um, and, and I get also the complaint of like, women shouldn't be expected to just give up their jobs for a man. I understand that. But nevertheless, like there's nobody who's going to give up on love because they don't want to move. True. So I kind of like that. She said that. (laughs) 
And we find out that Joy is going to take over at the North Pole, which I feel like we need a spinoff movie. Do you agree? It's, yes. Yeah, that kind of said, you almost think they were maybe thinking about that. Yeah. I, the, I a female be, Santa. Oh, yeah. Female Santa. She was so cute. I think it would be great. And I would just be so happy to have Hallmark be doing a, a real Santa in the North Pole movie. It's been yes. so long. Mm-hmm. Yes, that'd be fun. We need some of that magic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know when the second North Pole movie was, but I feel like that's the last one that's like really in the North Pole. Yeah. You know, like 2016, 2015. Oh, that recent? Maybe. Yeah. That's seven years. Seven, yeah. six, seven years. I, I would be so happy. Let's see when we read it. 2015. Yeah. So it's been, mm-hmm. been that long, been that long. So then we get a kiss and Santa flies over the moon. Ho, oh. ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's Garland for you. Yeah. That's Garland. Garland. Yeah. So, Caroline, what would you give this? One to five rounds. Um, I'm going to give it 3.5. 3.5. Yeah. What about you? I lo- Sorry, go ahead. I said I, I really liked it, and I like visiting the characters again. So, mm-hmm. what do you? Th- what would you give a coin? Um, I guess I would say the same. Because, yeah, it was really well done, and they did. It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't unique enough and separate enough from the original to make it, you know, work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I agree 3.5. I was nervous about it. So it was better than I expected it to be. So mm-hmm. I, I left with a big smile on my face. So maybe 3.75, give it a little bump because it really wasn't mm-hmm. better than I anticipated. So, all right, very good. Then we had Jolly Good Christmas. And this movie, it's funny because it had a lot going on, but it was actually a really pretty simple movie. So mm-hmm. I didn't take that many notes compared to Cozy Christmas Inn. I took way more notes of that, so which is kind of interesting. But uh, we had this from Will Kemp. We got to have him on the podcast again. He's so great. Love him. And uh, director Jonathan Wright, writer Ron Oliver. David is an American architect who recently moved to London for a prime opportunity in a prestigious firm. With just three days before Christmas, he crosses path with Angie, a professional shopper who raises an eyebrow over his choice of a gift card for his girlfriend. David ultimately decides to hire Angie and thinks thinks a series of unexpected and thanks to a series of unexpected events finds himself on a wild adventure across jolly old london as angie helps him search for the perfect present so i think we should say first of all just right out the bat do we all agree that there was no reason to give him an american accent right make him an american absolutely no reason i didn't (laughs) understand that choice like, I think that that was just in the original script. And for some reason, they just were kind Didn't of... Didn't change it. Yeah. yeah, they were like, somehow they like thought it was this essential part of his character. 
when you could have had him be new in the city from anywhere you could have had him be from wales or you know i mean just somewhere else in in the uk but no matter there's no reason like we're just a different part of london and he's just moved there and just gotten this job started that job yeah exactly yeah i didn't get it there was no reason that he had to be an american except for that the script said he was i i didn't get it i did not get it and I, i think for some people that was like a big hurdle i didn't really care that much but like it didn't make sense Mm-hmm. Right. agree yeah right. uh and then like, i guess we'll just talk about the other thing the barrier in this movie was the fact at least when, when we did the preview i think i gave it a sock because my worry was that why is he like have a girlfriend like it, i i think if they had made it he was buying a gift card for his mother i don't think or sister i don't think it would have been really any different but that said, I think that they handled the emotional cheating aspect pretty well. Like they didn't really start to kind of flirt with that until the very, very, very end. And then they break, he breaks up with this girl. He never seemed that invested. They'd only been dating for three months. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. overall, I didn't have a big issue with that, but I also feel like it's one that it was like a barrier in the script that is like easily solvable that why not just have him be buying a gift card for his sister and you could have all of the other shenanigans except for the like the girlfriend just didn't need to exist the whole movie would have been yeah. exactly the same if, if it had the father being his boss that being her i mean her father being his yeah. boss i feel like they had to put they put that in so they had to make it happen again for that reason but it wasn't me yeah i don't think it was needed because you if you have him like missing the meeting and and you know some other things as far as work you could work in all of that boss not being happy elements without him dating his daughter and Mm -hmm. so i think those two elements did not need to be there in this movie but did they really impact my enjoyment no they really didn't Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) i still had a great time with it uh what did what did you think caroline yeah, I went in thinking like, oh, the girlfriend thing, but once they said that it was like only like a couple months that they've been yeah. dating, I kind of like, okay, like they're not really like in love, like they're not like invested in this relationship. And so I, that helped me. And I really liked Will in this role, even though his accent, I, <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, okay, but I, I really liked their chemistry and the story I thought was fun. What do you think, Colleen? I I really liked it. Um, yeah, the accent got to me, but not enough to affect like my overall enjoyment. But mm-hmm. I was just in London for a couple of weeks and in the summer, oh, yeah. and love London. So I was watching for landmarks, <laughs> you know, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I was looking for that kind of stuff. Like I saw Buckingham Palace and you know Big Ben. They showed a bunch of times and all that stuff. Yeah. That bridge they were walking on. I know where that is. I'm like, oh, this is cool you know it, but the other part i loved was the cultural choice to have to have um a woman who is like I indian i assume yes. um mm-hmm. yeah great i loved her and i i loved the whole thing about and there's a there's a large indian 
population in London mm-hmm. and they, even the mayor is Indian. So I think that was great that they chose that route. And I love the restaurant, the family bar, I mean, the family pub and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was interesting is he was, uh, Will was saying in the interview was that, that Re- Reshma, that she's from New York. And so she had to put on a British accent. He is from. No way. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what he said, which is hilarious. So how do you all feel about gift cards in general? Uh, Do you think, like, both is receiving and giving. Caroline, what do you think about them as a, do you think they're a lame gift? Both receiving and giving? I think I like getting gift cards and giving gift cards. Like, I don't. Because <laughs> it's it's not that it takes away from the shopping. I'm like, okay, I I know they will enjoy this and they can get whatever they want. And so I like that. And I like getting them so I can use it on whatever I want to and not, you know, spend my money. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Colleen? I love them. <laughs> I'm all I'm pro gift card. I'm all for gift cards, giving and getting, giving and receiving. I yeah. and yeah, I could see in some cases where it might not. It does might it might take away. Yeah, you know, if there's a there's a re you know there's some kind of emotional reason not to buy a gift card. I could see the point of not mm-hmm. buying one, but then gift hunting is gets harder and harder yeah. as years go by. At least for me, yeah. No, it is way harder because I mean, for, for kids, most of the time you can get them like a pretty cool gift for under $10 or -hmm. certainly under $20, uh, that they'll be excited about and that they'll love. And it's harder, not impossible, but it's harder to find something like that for an adult, you know, Mm -hmm. that they really, you know, be excited to buy and be really thoughtful and whatever, uh, whereas like for a gift card, you can either become part of a bigger gift, be like mm-hmm. yeah. towards blank, or you can, uh, I think the best time you use the gift cards is when they're part of like kind of an experience of like, Hey, let's go together when you get blank or let's go to lunch. And here's a gift card to this, to the restaurant or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've That's- been to. I've been to wet like showers, like wedding showers and stuff where it's just a gift card shower and everyone just gives them different gift cards. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. And you can even, if you don't like the, the place that you have to be given a gift card, I've heard that, that there, you can donate them to like mm-hmm. charities will accept gift cards to, even if it's not for their organization, they can, uh, they can do that. I've, I've heard of that. So there's ways you can, you can use it. <laughs> and now they're selling some of those ones. I just saw them the other day. I was just mm-hmm. hunting where you can buy one with it has like 10 different places on it. They oh go yeah. To yeah. Or stores or mixed. Mm-hmm. That's a good so, way to go. Yeah. Well, this character, uh, Angie, she turns up her nose at gift cards and <laughs> she's cause she's the gift whisperer. And you knew as soon as you saw that they both had green bags, that this was going to not end well, that they were going to mm-hmm. have to be switched. <laughs> and uh, luckily he had name dropped where he works and she remembered. So mm-hmm. then she goes back and they end up in this uh, whole day of uh, London. I, I was a little bit surprised when they have him accidentally shoplifting. 
Because yeah. usually, usually in Hallmark movies, they avoid any kind of legal activity. Hmm. Even by that accident. is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. That was almost like, like a different. Yeah, that part was almost like a different movie or a different network or something. Yeah, a little more like for risque is the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Yeah, more. Mm-hmm. More than we normally see. It kind of reminded me a little bit of the uh, the shoplifting scene in um, Brexit Tiffany's, where they uh, go mm. into the five and dime and uh, and steal those masks. Uh, mm. But anyway, I I I think that they probably ADR'd the look. The king's coming. Yeah, I I thought that too. I'm like, because they didn't film it like the last month right. or whatever. Right, two so. months ago. Mm-hmm. Or no, a month ago month mm-hmm. and a half mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, as soon as i heard that i'm like huh adr I'm like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's the first hallmark movie to acknowledge prince charles probably one of the yeah. first movies mm-hmm. king charles excuse me um, so- they money and she's gonna be on the money and it got me you know they have to change all the money <laughs> yeah oh, that's, that's wild so true wow yeah, yeah. What a that'll take years to like still circulate forever because it's not just UK, it's it's Canada, it's like other places have, yeah, those commonwealths, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, what did we think of her parents and the pub? It was, I love her, I love her her parents. I'm like, they're so cute, (laughs) little pushy. And I didn't, I thought the father was on her side for one thing, but then he got pushy about something else. And I'm like, oh, they're like equal opportunity, pushy parents. I'm like, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The pub was so cute. What was it called? The the Hungry Manchester? Something like I didn't write it down. The name. (laughs) I love that name. Yeah. Uh, And I thought it was really cute that he lied about having his keys because he just wanted to see. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then he breaks up with the girlfriend because they really have nothing in common and it's kind of a mutual breakup. And, uh, and then you, then he, I mean, we also had like, there were all kinds of shenanigans. We didn't even talk about like when he gets, uh, he falls into the, the, the The, river, the water. Yeah. That was so funny. Oh my God. Is that the river Thames? I assume. I think so. So, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And so he misses his big meeting and all the different stuff. And, uh, we also have his best friend, uh, played by Callum Blue who uh, has a um is married as a husband and uh and so that was a nice little side character mm-hmm. and then uh yeah and then they get together at the end and it's it's really cute so yeah this movie I just thought it was a really fun movie really fun mm-hmm. little comedy uh, so I'm going to give it a 4.25. Mm-hmm. There's not that much it, I would change about it, really. I was going to say 4.25 too. So yeah. yeah. What do you think, Colleen? <sighs> oh, you know, I was going to go with four, but then I, you know what I was thinking? It was London. I was just there. I love it. It's one of my favorite places. And they had fish and chips. I don't know if you guys know. Oh, oh were- yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's 4.25. It made me want to go to London. Yeah, it me really too. did. Because yeah. I've never mm-hmm. been. Awesome. 
You've never been? Only to the airport. Oh, which you, doesn't you count. No, it's really yeah. great. I yeah. never I mean, I should. Scotland. My sister lives in Manchester, so I should go to to the UK. Oh, you, yeah. they call. Ask her if they've. Ask her if you. If, when I was there, I was in Manchester too for two days. They call it Rainchester. Ask her if she knows that. Okay, well, <laughs> it rains all the time. <laughs> Rainchester. Yeah, she's she's married to a British man. That's why she's awesome. she's over there. So you need and ask her about the currency. How if it's like what's happening with that because i'm curious now yeah 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 hey this is jen johans host of the podcast watch with jen which delivers a steady stream of great movie recommendations thoughtful career deep dives and first-rate conversations with film critics authors actors journalists filmmakers and more you can find Watch with Jen wherever you get your podcasts or hear us first at our Patreon at patreon.com slash film intuition. Then we have on Movies and Mysteries, we had Christmas Bedtime Stories. And I have to say that Erin was very sneaky because when I was interviewing her, I specifically read the summary about the husband being missing in action. And she was like, oh, no, he's dead. He's departed. He's deceased. And I'm like, oh, Aaron, ah, he's sneaky. He lied. But this starred Aaron Cahill and Steve Lund, director Lee Slate Rogers. And as the summary says, when Danielle's husband goes missing in action during her deployment, during his deployment, she is left to raise her daughter on her own. Three years later, as she acclimates to life without him, she begins to tell her daughter bedtime stories of her father. And I guess I will start on this one because it did surprise me, partly because Aaron said that and did that Mm -hmm. um but i just don't think it's very uh, i don't think it's very good storytelling and i feel bad because it's written by andrea canning who i really love she's great but it's just not good storytelling to like build up a character and a relationship for the majority of the movie get you invested in that and then with 10 minutes left all of a sudden this person that you thought was gone is all of a sudden back and you're supposed to be emotionally invested in this person because it's her original person it's her original husband but the whole the whole movie has been spent establishing this other couple and this other person uh so i i think it was not a great screenplay it was not a great it was not a well executed story i like all the pieces involved all the people involved but i don't think that's i just don't think that's fundamentally good storytelling again to build up a Mm -hmm. whole character and then 10 minutes left with the movie, be like, psych, nope, you're on. <laughs> so I didn't love this one. Uh, what did you think, Colleen? I saw your tweet about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not. I'm, I thought it was the only one that was going to say I did not like what she did to Pierce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I was so mad. It was really cute. I really liked, I mean, I like the idea of everything. I like the idea. I, and I do believe in signs. I do think those things happen, but it just, it, it just did not work out the way I wanted it to. 
I didn't want, I don't know. I just, I'm not saying I didn't want the husband to come back, but at the same time, maybe, maybe that is what I'm saying. I don't know. It needed to happen. It needed to happen much sooner in the story. So you could be as invested and maybe there'd be like more conflict between the two choices or something like that. Yeah. And cause it's also just, I don't know everything about the army, but I don't think that it would get to the point where he shows up at the daddy daughter dance, uh, unannounced, like they would definitely, the army would definitely know about him and be telling her and especially if she's living on base, like there's, there, it just didn't even make sense, really. And they wrote a scene with her going back to the captain yeah. again. Yeah. Questions. And he said, no, we don't have intelligence. So I'm like, seriously? And, that they, and they said, like, if there was no, like, American, like, held captive, like, or something like that. That yeah. they were, like, they, it was, like, all international, like, prisoners of war or whatnot. Yeah. There's absolutely no way because he would, in order to get on an international flight to get home, he would have to inform the army and security and things like that would know this guy's coming back and he probably wouldn't even have a passport at that point because he'd been a prisoner and everything and so he would have to have some kind i mean there's just no way that the army wouldn't know that he's coming back and that he would just show up at this dance it doesn't make any sense yeah and i i I like the first half of the movie. I'm like, okay, her moving on, and Steve won. I'm like, I love him, and I'm like, okay, they're gonna get, they're gonna be happy, or like, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh no, I have got this bad feeling. I'm like, oh no, I and then I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> and um, like, I wish that either the husband was like deceased and they moved on, or there was no pierce at all and it was just her with the daughter by herself and then he comes back you know what I mean yeah. like, I, the two together I'm like I was so invested in that relationship and then and then it just just yeah because I think like, that would have been a nice story of her telling these bedtime stories of her of of her father uh, her daughter's mm-hmm. father and and then seeing them transition to a new family but still keeping the message keeping the father alive through because it was a friend of both of theirs uh the father alive through the stories and you could have even had pierce telling a story like at the end to the little girl and like that would have been so sweet and lovely and then like the when the sun started happening i'm like oh for sure he's not like he he's not alive like you know what i mean like i thought that angel yeah. sending you know the signs and then like oh i just went went to the wayside <laughs> yeah or maybe at the very end they finally do find the body or there's some kind of closure mm-hmm. of some kind or something like that mm-hmm. uh or yeah like uh, they i don't know he's like wh- he's looking down on her from the christmas star or something you know something cheesy like that mm-hmm. uh, that would have been better for sure I almost feel like we were talking about emotional cheating. Like I almost feel like it was, even though it was her husband, I mean, she was emotionally cheating on her fiance. It didn't, yeah. it didn't work. Like, and he's gonna, pulled away. It was not, it just was not good. And he was just so supportive. And he's yeah. like, try, like he was just trying so hard. 
and I'm like, oh, poor Pierre. Like, he needs justice. He needs a new, like, a movie about him moving on. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We really do. Maybe he can go up to the North Pole and hang out with Joy. Yeah. And- <laughs> that's what and we need. Who, who's going to tell Colby that Danielle was, like, engaged right. to Pierce? Like, I know. Yeah, I feel like that's awkward. And- yeah. <laughs> and especially because she basically completes the grieving process she gives away he, she packs up all of his stuff his uniform like all of that and uh, and so i mean you never complete complete but like she she'd had as close to closure as you're going to be able to get and so it was like the perfect moment for her to then get married and uh and have a new family like that would have been such a nice nice moment because she never really had any problems with pierce Mm-mm. it's not like it's not like he was a bad man of business or something like that that she was settling for like in the christmas card or something like that you know whereas there's this other guy who is you know the non-soldier guy not as good <laughs> it wasn't like that at mm-hmm. all <laughs> so i don't know it was it's definitely my least favorite of and i, I wanted it so far I wanted to like it so much because I love Erin and like I love all her movies and I'm like okay it's gonna be good it's gonna be good and then I was like oh and is this the first movie that Erin has sung in I think so yeah I was like she has a good voice it's a very sweet voice Mm -hmm. and she did Silent Night of course we need Steve happy movie like this is two years in a row where he's a really sad movie like do something i mean i'm glad that he's on lifetime he's in a happy movie with the six degrees of santa with oh. Catherine davis so i'm looking forward to oh, that yeah. but uh but yeah he needs a hallmark channel movie and, and no more hallmark movies and mysteries for a, a bit yeah, yeah. i mean because i mean i love christmas cottage that's one of my favorites yes, that's good that's spe- speaking of cozy movies that is such a cozy movie mm-hmm really fun so he needs one like that he can be like a stuffy chef again yes <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh but yeah i don't know i again i like everybody involved with this but i'm gonna give it a two because i just fundamentally don't think it was a very well-written story um because that's just not how you manage your characters uh, mm-hmm. to bring in a new love interest, essentially a new love interest for our character in the last 10 minutes. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Caroline? I'm going to give it 2.5 just because mm-hmm. 0.5 is because I love Aaron and Steve one. And the first part was really good. Yeah. So that, uh, that's 2.5. Yeah. What do you think, Colleen? I'll split the difference and I'll go right, I'll go right in the middle 2.25 it's just it Steve Lunt yeah Steve and Aaron are great it was good for like 75% of it and then it went downhill <laughs> <laughs> and it ruined it like yeah. it's just it, mm-hmm. not redeemable <laughs> we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the Hallmarkies March store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or hallmarky in your life 
What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Our last one for the weekend was Ghosts of Christmas Always, this on the 30th. And I thought it was so brilliant to have what is essentially their Halloween release, to have a ghost movie. That was so clever. That is good. Yeah. Very clever. And uh, and this was actually, I didn't say it in the preview because I didn't know, but it is was written by Zach Hug, who, yeah. who we love and he's great. And, uh, and uh, so then it stars Ian Harding, Kim Machula, Tula and Reginald Vell Johnson, director Richard, follows Catherine a ghost of Christmas present as she helps one soul to rediscover his Christmas spirit. But this year has something unusual in store. So when you have something like Christmas Carol, it is pretty hard to do a new spin on it that works because it is such a classic story and that people won't feel kind of betrayed, you know, that you ruined their their classic Christmas story I mean Christmas Carol and so it's it's a very hard thing to do but I thought this worked very well and I really appreciated all the lore work that they did about this about this whole system of the ghosts and this uh, there's this door that's your um door to the unknown and when you're ready to take it you take it and uh, that basically they spend all year researching for these people that they are helping, scrooging. Mm-hmm. And they even thought of it with that Dickens, Charles Dickens wasn't the first one to do to have this, but he was just the one to write it down. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that was really clever. Uh, so it worked for me. I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a very clever take on a classic story and even having them that have them uh scrooging the wrong person and how it all kind of worked together very clever so i really enjoyed this movie i thought it was great uh what about you carolyn what'd you think i love this movie it was like so like fresh and i love all the characters and they had good chemistry all of them like mm-hmm. and um with the ghost I, I like loved him reginald i'm like oh he's in the hallmark movie <laughs> and um it was just so fun and the spin was really interesting and i like how they were connected and i just really enjoyed it it was yeah. it kept my interest the whole time the, the only real critiques i had is that they could have used reginald more like he really because mm-hmm. they didn't have a future scene a future section he really wasn't in it very much and that might have been fun to to have had him more but i i think that kim who's new to hallmark was i loved her interview by the way she was great really funny uh but she has like an old soul about her i think in the sense of it Uh feels like she's somebody from the 40s like she Mm -hmm. it i bought it 
And, uh, and so that, I thought it was really strong casting in that way, uh, especially for her, but even for him too, he kind of has an old, I felt like he kind of had an old soul too. Uh, but uh, what do you think, Colleen, overall? I enjoyed it a lot. It was, um, it was very unique. It was different and it was fresh. I looked her up and she was on a soap opera, yeah. the Beautiful, but she looks like another soap actress who's older. And I'm like, yeah, she does have an older look to her, even though she's only, I looked her up, she's only like 35, mm-hmm. something like But she was great. And who is the older lady? Because I love her. Yes. And she was, uh, who played Irene. She was yeah. hilarious. She, what was her I name? Her up, she's, in, she's in a show with Aquafina, which makes total sense to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lori Tan Chin is her oh, name. Oh, she was awesome. Yeah, she was great. I loved her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really funny. I also, I mean, just everybody in the cast was was really fun. Yeah. I liked uh, the lady who runs the um, Blair Baker's the actress's name, Ch- uh, Charlie, who runs the yeah division, I guess you'd call it, of a uh, Christmas ghost. Uh, I mean, did you agree with me that the the whole lore that they set up with the Scrooging and that they had like a year to research and all of that kind of stuff was pretty, was good. What do you think of that, Caroline? I love that. And it, it gave like a, like you said, something new. And I like that they have their teams. So they always yeah. work together. So that I, I like that. That was cute. At first, I was a little bit like, why are all three of them together? Like, that's weird. But it worked in the story. They, they explained it. Mm-hmm. And I love sh- that they were scru- using scrooging as a verb. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. And it, I thought it had a really good script. I think that Zach did a great job with, you know, just little lines. Like when he talks about the Bill Murray one is my favorite. And, mm-hmm. and then uh, he said the Carrie Fisher one is really good and quite underrated. <laughs> of course that's the hallmark one so that was yep. funny that was a fun mm-hmm. line <laughs> and uh, and then also the one where they all sing the scrooge is dead which is the albert feeney one <laughs> yeah the yeah. musical where they go to hell <laughs> <laughs> so that was very fun uh and so they spent some time going into his past peter's past and uh, he gets like a new bike for Christmas and they're trying to kind of show uh, his relationship between his grandpa versus his relationship with his dad. And of course we find out later that his dad is the one that actually needed the Scrooging, not him, but they, they got it wrong. Um, and so uh, yeah, his dad is the, the real Scrooge and he kind of grew his dad grew up resenting his father's goodness because it constantly put like stress on the family and mm-hmm. financial stress. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, he says that uh, uh, business, business doesn't take holidays. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so then you also get this sort of plot line of there's this, what do they call it? The um, frog hollow angel what is the frog hollow angel and so we get uh there's this woman betsy and we find out that she was the best friend of Catherine. Mm-hmm. and uh, i thought that they managed to do that like put in these little clues throughout the whole thing but i think even mm-hmm. the second time watching it i'll pick up on it even more mm-hmm. me too yeah with everything cool um, at first i'm like she's not the grandma i'm like please like this 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 
I, like, I knew, like, the she had to be the best friend. Like, she couldn't be the grandma. <laughs> yeah. Because that would... I mean, to be honest, I would have been fine with this movie just ending up with her going through the door and being done. I didn't really mm-hmm. need her to come back and them to fall in love and everything like that. I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. really have a problem with it, but I, I would have been fine with this movie just being about friendship and community mm-hmm. and the, you know, the difference that even a small life like Catherine's uh, can make. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but what do you think of Ian Harding? you think he was uh, good in the role? Did you like him, Colleen? Yes. Yeah. Is he, better? He's, is he new to Hallmark? I don't remember him. I don't yeah. remember seeing him either uh, in anything. Um, which I'm looking through. He hasn't been in Hallmark, no. I liked him. He he used to do more. He was on. He was on Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say he was on Pretty Little Liars, which I haven't watched. I should with how many people in Hallmark are. It, were, <laughs> it was then, funny seeing. Yeah, Ezra, Ezra and Hallmark. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be gonna be fun because I always liked Ian. Like when I watched Pretty Little Liars, I always uh-huh. liked him. So it was fun seeing him in Hallmark. Yeah, and I yeah, I, and like I said, I liked the little little lines where like when he says Dickens was a real piece of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. And I thought it was interesting instead of his dad just being a bad man of business the uh that they tried to sort of build out his character a little bit more and the fact that peter kept making excuses for his dad uh was humanizing to the character that he Mm -hmm. that his even though his dad like stopped him from doing the food donations and some other things like that he was always defending his dad Mm -hmm. right and i think that's natural for families at least yeah so mm-hmm. and then uh we find out that Catherine uh passed away uh i think did they say that she was like was she hit by a car or something like that like across the yeah. road is that what happened because i heard like i a heard road. a car i heard the car squeak you know the wheels you know uh-huh. and because then she said I, I was glad it was me not betsy Mm-hmm. and then betsy becomes the grandma yes yes uh, and right and then um because that's because that's when they met the grandpa and grandma met that night mm-hmm. that, yeah. oh, that was catherine mm-hmm. and you see earlier you see catherine's picture at the frog hollow angel uh center event that they go to mm-hmm. it's like oh that's a clue <laughs> yeah and I, it's something little, but I like the name of that other place, the Rudy Tootie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And uh, and at the very beginning, he can see her, even though the, the time he's not her um, uh, her assignment. Yeah, I thought and, that was neat. And then so- later on, they uh, Reginald says. there's no visit to the future because you were always the assignment that's very Ah, cute very mm -hmm. clever (laughs) and well and peter says you are somebody i could love and you could love me too at least i felt at least i got to feel this once 
that was sweet. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I could have been fine with her walking out that door and then just having, you know, been friends and everything. But of course, that's a Hallmark movie. So <laughs> come back and they, we get a kiss at the end and <laughs> everything is happy. And the dad has decided to change. And also we had one of the one of the women who had been scrooged uh, had the scrooging happen. <laughs> yes. uh, she comes back. I loved her. Yeah, she was funny. She was really funny. What was her? I forget her name. But um, she was singing. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. So she sings and makes an impression on his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need a romance next Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> I do feel like this is something that you could make a franchise. I really do. I feel fun. like you could have yeah. different. You could have different angels and different people that get the help every every Christmas it would be you wouldn't like I guess I feel like the only thing is you would have to you wouldn't be able to make every single one a a romance Mm -hmm. that would get cheesy but um I feel like you could make this a a franchise I mean if they make Godwings a franchise come on (laughs) and the angel angel falls like that yeah angel falls Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm so are you listening Hallmark yes we we want this (laughs) So I would give this a very high score. I really enjoyed it. There's hardly anything that I would change. So I am going to give this a 4.75. Not perfect and not a perfect score yet, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And one I could imagine watching every year. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Caroline? I was going to give it a 4.75 as well. Nice. Because it's too early in the season for a five. (laughs) I I might change it. I might change it at the end. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Last year, I didn't give a perfect score until the first week of December. So. Oh, wow. Or Kiss Before Christmas, which I love. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. So what about you, Colleen? What would you give it? I'm going to go a little lower. I really liked it. I'm going to give it a 4.25. I really yeah. liked it, but I, yeah, That's I'm good. holding out <laughs> for the big one, whatever that is. Three minutes and a baby. <laughs> I well, so. this was really fun to talk about these. So if you're listening, let us know what you think and what score you would give to each of these movies. We would love to hear your thoughts. And Caroline, where can people find you? On Twitter at me to Caroline R. Great. And Colleen? Um, Twitter and Instagram at Lily44094. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod, the Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. It helps people to find the podcast. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group. We'll be doing giveaways. We're doing all kinds of fun stuff with the patron group. Our watch alongs are so much fun. So please take a look and support us on the Patreon. And then we also have the merch store, which has tons of fun, festive designs. And we even have our team designs for the upcoming three wise men and a baby with, you can get your team, Andrew team, Tyler and team Paul shirts. So definitely want to get on that right away. Uh, And uh, thanks so much, everybody. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Merry Christmas.